God, he's really gonna welcome us with that intro. Yes, welcome to my venting hour. I appreciate everybody who's listening. And yes, that is the worst intro of all time. From one to ten, I would give that a number one, maybe a point five. I don't know. What do you guys think? Anyway, this is gonna be the coolest, slickest, most slippery when wet and disappointing show you guys have ever heard. And yes, everything I said and everything I will say will make no fucking sense. But that's what the show's about. That's what you guys want. That's what I give to the people. The people ask, I shall give. You ask, you shall receive. And this is your host, your no-name host. You guys can call me whatever the fuck you want. You can call me Bruce Springsteen, Bon Jovi, Van Halen, whatever you guys want to call me. That's who I am. And with me, as always, Scooby Poo in the room as I co-host. She's not doing much. She doesn't really contribute much to the show, but she is my co-host and I shall give her credit. And you guys guessed it, as the title states, I am intoxicated once again. You know why? I had a stressful weekend. I did have a stressful weekend, so I'm going to unwind today. I'm going to unwind. I'm going to have a good time. You guys are going to have a good time. Everybody's going to have a good time. And if you didn't listen to the last Crown on Coke episode, no, I'm not snorting Coke. It is Crown Royal and Coca-Cola. What kind of example would I give to Scooby-Poo if I was sitting here doing Coke? You know, I can't do that. I can't do that in the show. This is a serious podcast, everybody. Let's do a fucking show, shall we? Let's do a fucking show! I don't know where you guys live, but have you guys ever seen that Jesus guy that's shouting stuff in the corner? He has a sign, he has a microphone, he has a speaker, and he's just shouting the word away. He's like, hey, if you guys don't find Jesus, you guys are going straight to hell. You hear me? Straight to hell. You guys need to repent for your sins right now. Has anybody ever had a conversation with one of these guys? I would like to know what's going through their head. I want to know what's happening in their life. I want to know what their schedule is like. I want to know. I really, really want to know. And the only reason I didn't do it is because I know he's going to talk to me about Jesus. And who hasn't heard about Jesus at this point, you know? Does he really have to go in the corner and shout to everybody, Hey, you need to listen to Jesus, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's heard about Jesus at this point. Okay, yeah, I get it. He hung out with a bunch of prostitutes. He hung out with a bunch of homeless dudes. He turned water into wine, blah, blah, blah. We know the whole story, guy. He died, he resurrected, blah, blah, blah. We know. Everybody knows. Such an odd character. Such an odd character. And I've noticed, you know, most of the time, not all the time, most of the time, these guys, you know, they don't really care about their looks. They they have crazy looking hair. They're wearing some raggedy ass clothes. Their shoes are all torn up and raggedy. I think that's where they fucked up. I really do think that's where they fucked up. It's all about appearances, man. It's all about appearances. If you're dressed like a homeless man, nobody gives a shit what you have to say. But I think you should take a shower, comb your hair, clip your nails, uh, get all cleaned up, wear a tux, get a tuxedo, and go out there and start spreading the word. Maybe some people will listen then. Oh, look at that guy in a tuxedo. He might be a businessman. He probably wants to come up with some business deal. He probably has a lot of money. Let me go stop by and talk to this guy real quick. He might have some important shit to say. It is all about appearance. But seriously though, what do you guys think that guy does for a living? You guys think he's a doctor? You guys think he's a lawyer? You guys think he's a chiropractor? No way, right? No freaking way. Odds are, this man lives next to a trash can, or he lives under an overpass. I don't know. 
That's what the odds are. I don't, don't look at me. Look at the stats. Look at the facts. So anyway, the reason I'm telling you guys this story is because I really got to thinking, oh, what an odd character. I've met so many odd characters throughout my life. Haven't you guys? Have you guys not come across any odd characters ever? I'm sure you have. I'm sure you guys think I'm an odd character, but it's okay. It's okay. There's odd individuals everywhere. And let's talk about them. Let's talk about these odd individuals. For example, me and a friend worked in San Antonio for a little bit. I'm pretty sure we worked with a crackhead. I mean, we were never 100% sure he was on crack, but the way he acted, you know, the signs were there. The signs were there. He would show up in the mornings very early, very, very early. He would get off his SUV, his Jeep, whatever it was. We'd get off, he would come greet us. You know, he had a really high energy. There might or might not have been some white substance coming out of his nostril. Who knows? It might have been a bigger. I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. He would always tell us these crazy stories. Loud, chaotic, crazy energy stories. One time, he told us he fell asleep at a gas station at 3 in the morning. And he was awakened by the cops. Anyway, he started talking to the cops. And the cops were like under suspicion he was on something. And this guy's like, no, I'm not on anything. This is how I am. I'm not drug motherfuckers, blah, blah, blah. If you guys don't leave me alone, I'm gonna fucking kick your ass, motherfucker. Such an odd character. And let me tell you guys about another odd character I've come across. And I'm gonna call this guy Mr. Tuttle. Mr. Tuttle, he was a cool guy. I liked Mr. Tuttle. He was not bad at all. But Mr. Tuttle, every conversation he had with Mr. Tuttle, he would always go back to his ex-wife. Hey, Mr. Tuttle, did you have a good weekend? Oh, yeah, I had a good weekend. Better than my ex-wife. <laughs> My ex-wife probably had a shitty weekend. <laughs> That's what she gets. <laughs> Mr. Tuttle is the kind of guy that tells you he's over his ex-wife, but then keeps talking about her 24-7. 24-7. Every conversation leads to his ex-wife. Hey, Mr. Tuttle, we're going to get some overtime today, huh? Oh, yeah, and my wife isn't going to have none of this overtime. <laughs> She's going to have to put her lazy ass to work. <laughs> and by now, you guys probably figured out Mr. Tuttle was not over his ex-wife. And you guys probably don't think Mr. Tuttle is that weird. But imagine you ask Mr. Tuttle about a sandwich. And even a sandwich conversation would lead back to his ex-wife. I don't like ham anymore because my ex-wife likes ham. <laughs> and yes, he would do that chuckle every single time. Every single time. Mr. Tuttle could have been a cartoon character. Wherever you are, Mr. Tuttle. Wherever you are. I hope you found love again. I hope you got over your ex-wife. Chuckle on, Mr. Tuttle. <laughs> what kind of odd characters do you guys know? Tell me about it. But I gotta move on. I got way more stuff to talk about. You guys remember there was somebody ranting about school on my last episode? Well, that really got me thinking. It really got me thinking back to school days or all the homework I didn't do. And it got me thinking about all the classes I hated. Algebra, English, all those essays, man. I just, uh, I had zero creativity back then. I never knew what to write about in those stupid essays. Especially when I only wrote half a page of something and it had to be like five pages. What the hell? At that point, I just wrote a bunch of nonsense. I don't even know how I passed that class. You guys ever suspect a teacher doesn't like you and she doesn't want to have you again next year so she just gives you a passing grade? I believe that's what happened to me. I really, really do believe it. How did I graduate high school? I don't know. Never did my homework. And I'm not bragging, by the way. I'm not bragging. That was stupid on my part. If I could go back, I would do my homework every day. And I would try to do a little bit better. But the class I always hated the most, the, the, the one that sticks with me so much is speech. I hated speech class. I hated speech class so freaking much. Some of you guys that know me from back in high school know that I was a little bit quiet. I was a little bit introverted. And I still am a little bit, but I've, I've learned. You know, I've grown. I've learned how to come out of my shell. But not back then. 
Back then, I was so goddamn shy. I, I hardly ever spoke to anybody. I just had a handful of friends. So as some of you guys might imagine, an introvert's nightmare is going up to the very front of the class and talking to a bunch of teenagers ready to make fun of you, ready for you to fuck up and say something stupid. That way they can make fun of you. It's a nightmare. And even some of the people that love talking to everybody get a little bit nervous going up there in front of everybody. And I remember the teacher telling us, oh, you know, when I was your age, you know, I used to be scared of blah, 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 blah. That didn't really make me feel any better. I was still fucking scared to go up there. Another reason I hated speech class, hated speech class was because, uh, as some of you guys might be able to tell, English was not my first language. I was always a little bit self-conscious about my accent. I always thought people were judging me, making fun of me behind my back. Hey, that guy sounds funny. <laughs> Did you guys hear that guy? He said a Victor instead of Victor. He said a Victor with a B. <laughs> what an idiot. But when you grow up and you look back and, and you think about it, you analyze it, and you, know, you think to yourself, huh, some of that stuff that happened to me wasn't that big of a deal, you know? Some of the things that happened in school, some of the things that us teenagers do back then, it's not really that big of a deal. But when you're when you're living it, when you're in high school, and you go to school every day, and somebody gives you shit for whatever reason, then it's, it's the end of the world, man. It is the end of the world. So if you're in high school, be a little nicer to your peers, because you might traumatize them. You know, might traumatize him. But I'm not traumatized. Look at me now. I spread my wings. I have a fucking podcast, for God's sakes. Fucking podcast. And this taking over the world. I am talking to millions of people as we speak. There's millions of people listening to this funny sounding guy. Hey, the guy with the accent is back, huh? I like this guy. Listen to this guy. This guy has some funny shit to say, huh? Cannoli. Mozzarella pizza. Gabagoo. Gabagool. <laughs> if I could travel back to the past, first of all, I would disguise myself. I would disguise myself because everybody knows if you travel to the past and you look at your former self to the eye, you're going to break time. You're going to create a vortex. Space-time continuum will collapse as we speak. If I go to the past, I'm going to disguise myself, obviously. And I'm going to wait till I come out of speech class and I'm going to say, Hey, I know you had a rough day in there, but hang in there because one day, one day you're going to have a podcast and millions of people are going to listen to you. Millions! It's gonna be the best show in 2027. So you hang in there and you fucking tough it out. I know, I know you just got up there and made a fool of yourself. You, the people don't even know what the fuck you're saying, but it's okay. It's okay because one day it's gonna pay off. Just hang in there. Alright? Also, please put all your money, everything you earn, put it all into Amazon stock. Do it. You'll thank me later. I'll thank me later. Anyway, see you later. I mean, see me later. I'll see myself later. And no, I am not you in the future. Even though we look alike. And I'm not your father. Let's gotta, we gotta move on. We gotta move on. And here I come again talking about my stupid keto diet. Let me tell you guys something. Finding treats is tough. I know I said the cravings go away. The cravings go away. But you still, you know, you still want to have a little bit of sh uh, sugar. Just to remember what it's like being a human. So my girlfriend discovered this bakery. And this bakery has keto treats. How fucking cool is that? That's very cool. Very, very cool. But uh, They're a little bit expensive, but we go there pretty frequently. So one day, we called in, and I said to the lady, Hey, lady, can you know, I'm a regular customer here. Could you possibly do me a solid and cut me a deal? You know, I buy, I'll buy a couple dozens if you give me a discount. And she said, No. No, I don't do that. And I realized, you know, she works hard for her money. She puts in a lot of work. But I, I feel like, uh, you know, I, uh, somebody shouldn't be able to pay $134 for three dozen cookies. No freaking way. 
No freaking way. And if you think I'm crazy for paying $134 for keto treats, then you should try these keto treats. But I think that lady went overboard. You know? I think she really did. Even thinking about it, I'm, I'm sad because I ate those treats in like two days. That's the worst part of it. Anyway, she didn't cut me a deal. You know, I thought it was pretty unfair. The worst part of it all is she didn't tell me the total over the phone. You know what she did? I called in and she's like, yeah, I can make him. So I showed up and I drove 45 minutes to get him. Just keep that in mind. I drove 45 minutes to get these treats and I show up and she's like, oh, okay, well, the total's going to be $134. Are you serious? Oh my God. What did you put in these treats? Did you put gold flakes in them? Are they made out of diamonds? What's going on? So obviously I couldn't back down. I could not back down. What kind of a customer would I be? But I think she should have cut me a deal. 134 bucks. Every time I look at that statement on my credit card, it's going to hurt. It's going to really hurt. And I haven't been back since. I have not been back since. I would have given you a shout out in my show, lady. You could have been famous. You could use, Your store could have been taken over by customers. Not anymore. Not anymore. Let me tell you another thing about these treats. They are delicious. Oh, did I say that? Well, my girlfriend thinks so too. She thinks they're so good, she steals them from me. She steals them when I'm not looking. She walks by, she grabs one, and she doesn't tell me. And I come back and I'm like, hey, what's going on? Why am I missing cookies? Is the cookie monster in the house? Because he's taking all my cookies and everybody knows the damn cookie monster doesn't eat the cookie. Just destroys the cookie and he rips it into pieces and it all falls on the floor. So there's no way the cookie monster could have ate those cookies because he would have left traces. And my dog cannot reach the table so that only leaves one person. One person. My girlfriend. She's stealing my keto cookies. How dare she? How dare she? The worst part of it is her metabolism is so fast. So fast. She can eat whatever she wants. She'll never gain an ounce. So that's why it breaks my heart. That really breaks my heart. Because she can go into any store, any place, and get those delicious Mexican cookies. Those delicious Mexican treats. Everything she wants, she can eat. But she's over here stealing my keto shit. What's up with that? What's up with that? You cookie thief. She's listening to me right now. She's giving me a piercing look. Piercing look. She's looking at me. Her stare. If stares could kill, I would be falling dead right now. Falling dead. Yeah. Her metabolism is, uh, you know, you got to be envious of this metabolism. Uh, but yeah, fuck that place with their stupid, expensive keto treats. They're so delicious, though. I'll probably go back. I'll probably get some more. I'll probably cut a deal. I'm very persuasive. I'm going to persuade this lady into cutting me a deal because there's no way she can lose my business. There's no way. I'm probably the only person in that 10-mile radius who's on ketosis. I'm coming for you, treats, lady. And my God, will you look at the fucking time? It's time for some rants. It's time for some vents. And I got him coming in hot, steamy, right out of the oven, right out of the toaster, preheated, slow-cooked, marinated, seasoned, straight out of the fucking pan. Some rants for you. And the first one goes like this. I hate going to the doctor for a couple of reasons. My first one is when you go to the doctor, the first thing they ask you is about your insurance or your money. Insurance or money or you go fuck yourself. That's what they say. And as most of you might know, even when you have insurance, you go in there and sometimes the fucking place you go to is not in your network. And that's fucking bullshit. That is some big fucking camel shit right there and in my line of work you don't have very many days off you can't really take days off so if you're in pain and you want to go to the doctor 
and you're dying, you the place you go to, the closest place you go to is not in your network, guess what? You're fucking paying for that shit. Fucking camel shit, bullshit, horse shit. Ah! Makes me so angry. <sighs> I gotta collect myself. I gotta collect myself. <sighs> Relax. Okay. Anyway, you hand them out your fucking insurance. It's not in the network, so you gotta pay all these fucking things. You gotta pay, you gotta do a copay. You fucking do a copay. What the fuck is a copay? Why is my insurance not paying for the whole thing? Why am I paying for extra shit? I'm already paying a monthly fucking deal. On top of that, when I go to the doctor, I still have to pay for extra shit. Extra shit. Always paying for extra shit. And even when your doctor is in the network, you're still, it's like a fucking coin flip. It is a fucking coin flip. There's a time when I tore my MCL. I had to get some MRIs, I had to get some x-rays, I had to get some shit done. And I was I went to the fucking in-network doctor, I got the MRI, I got all this shit. And guess how much my fucking insurance covered? 50% of that. They covered 50%. 50. Not everything, 50. When I went to an in-network doctor, I did what they told me, I pay my monthly dues, and they still fucked me. No lube, no nothing, they fucked me in the Unbelievable. unfucking believable Co-pays, deductibles, deductibles? What the fuck? A deductible? I gotta pay a deductible for my shit? Why don't you just fucking take out my insurance and just tell me to go fuck myself? Why don't I just pay everything out of pocket? Why don't I just do that? Oh, because I'll get a fine. Are we still getting fines for not having insurance? I don't know. I don't know. But Jesus. Jesus. I give zero fucks what your political views are. But we are getting fucked. We Americans are getting fucked. Healthcare is fucking torn up and it's fucking crooked. And they're just taking our monies. What are they going to do when they have all the money? Who are they going to get money from? What are they going to do with all the money? Huh? What kind of fucking games are these people playing? What the fuck? This is not Monopoly, motherfucker. All right, that was a pretty that was a pretty passionate rant because it it really hits me. It hits me deep to my soul because every every fucking time, every fucking one time, I had a panic attack and I had never had a panic attack. So if you've never had a panic attack, you think you're having a heart attack, you think you're gonna die. So I had never experienced that. So I went to the fucking emergency room and guess how much they charged me for a fucking Xanax for one pill? I drove myself. No ambulance picked me up. Thank God. Thank God I drove myself. That bill was $5,000 for one pill. One pill. And this takes me to my next rant. You go into the fucking doctor. You go to the office. And you talk to this lady. And she's like, okay, you have to fill out this chart. And then you fucking fill out five, six pages. Whatever you got to do. Give your insurance. You know, do all that. They take your ID. You give them all the info. And then they tell you to wait. And you wait all this fucking time. And then you go into the fucking room, they take your weight, you go to the room, the nurse asks you all the questions you just filled out on the paperwork. I wish you would take a glance at the paperwork you just filled out, but no, they don't want to do that. They want to make you say it again, just in case they think you're lying. I don't know, I don't know if that's the reason, but I don't know, somebody's making you do all this extra shit. Anyway, you tell the nurse what's wrong, and then she fucking leaves, and you gotta wait another fucking 30-40 minutes, and finally... Oh, finally, the doctor shows up. And what's the first thing the doctor asks you? What is the first thing? Does anybody know? Does anybody know what the doctor asks you? Everything you just fucking wrote down, everything you told to the nurse, the doctor comes in, and now you gotta fucking repeat it back to them. Why? Nobody's communicating. Nobody. Zero communication among these people. Why do they make you say it three times so it becomes less real? So are they playing some psychology game? I don't know. I don't know. 
So can somebody explain this to me? Is anybody a nurse here? Is anybody a doctor? Is anybody a, a, a secretary for these places? Why do you have to say your things like fucking four times? What if you have a broken leg? Do you have to do that process? Does it, has anybody with a broken arm who gone in there and be like, Oh shit, I got a broken arm. Uh, uh wait, you gotta fill the six forms. Oh, but look at my arm. Uh, I'm sorry, that's the rules. That's the rules. You gotta fill out the paperwork. Oh shit, I guess I'll fill out the paperwork with a broken arm. Then you finally, fucking, uh, fucking, finally you fill out the paperwork and then you go into the thing. It's like, oh, is somebody gonna fix my arm now? No, no, no. Uh, what happened to your arm? Oh shit, I just wrote on the paperwork. Uh, well, do you gotta tell me again? Oh shit. And it's like, there you go. There you go, explain again. And then the fucking doctor comes in and is like, oh shit, what happened to your arm? God damn it, I broke my arm fucking riding the bicycle. I wrote it down and I fucking told the nurse, what the fuck is happening here? Ah, for the love of God, somebody give me some morphine. What the fuck are you people doing here? Is this some sort of joke? Is this a nightmare? Am I impunct? Ashton Kutcher, please come out and tell me this is a joke. Ah, oh, god damn it, that show has been canceled for a long time. Ah, this is a nightmare. Wait, am I going to have a $20,000 bill for a broken arm? Ah, I think I'm going to have a heart attack. Oh shit, I better not because that's going to cost me another 20 grand. What the fuck is going on? Anybody still listening? Good, because I got another one for you guys. And it's coming. And this one is not as passionate as this other rant. But I still, I'm still annoyed by this thing. I am sick and tired of corporations pretending they care about you. I am sick and tired. We know what you guys are doing. You guys just want our money. I went to this fucking place today. I'm not going to say the name of it. Just because I don't want people fucking going to this place. Anyway, they have a big sign. And it has a slogan. We are committed to serving you. Bitch. No, you're not. You're not committed to serving shit. All you want is our money. All you want us to do is take out all our money from our pockets and dump it all into your stupid business. Fucking committed to serving us. Bullshit. You can't even commit to serving your own employees. You can't even do that. Cannot even do that. Oh yeah, I know what you're doing. I know what you're up to. You hire people to do a job and then you end up fucking them in the ass. You know how they do it, people? You know how they do it? They don't give you enough hours to consider you full-time. They give you just just the right amount of hours so you can be considered part-time so they don't have to give you benefits for jack shit. And even if they did give you benefits, it's not like they're good for anything. You're gonna go to the fucking doctor, and guess what? You're gonna have to pay it out of your own pocket, bitch. That's right. Committed to serving you. My ass. Shut your fucking mouth. Shut your fucking mouth. I wish at least they had the decency not to lie to our faces. At least make up a fucking sign that says, We don't give a shit about you. All we want is your money, bitch. So come and fucking buy my shit. I wish they would do that. I wish they would stop sugarcoating everything. I wish they would stop bullshitting us. Stop the bullshit. Stop the bullshit. You know what the funniest thing about this is? I know there's some people in Canada and a couple of people listening over in Europe, believe it or not. I know they're going to be listening to this and be like, what the hell? Why is this guy ri Oh, yeah, I remember. That's what they do to Americans over there, huh? Oh, yeah. I don't know what it feels like to get in an ambulance and get a fucking $20,000 bill. I guess these guys really have to take an Uber to save some money, huh? Gosh, dang, that's harsh, Americans. Anyway, I'm going to stop here. I'm going to stop with my rant because I'm getting too angry. I'm getting too worked up. I'm going to read some uh, fucking... Uh, uh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh yeah, somebody wrote in. And this is from a listener who I really, really like. And he hasn't wrote in in a while. And he wrote again. I'm gonna give him a shout out. 
Joshua from Kansas City, everybody. He is back, and he is back with a vengeance. And he's got to, and he's got some shit to say. He's got some shit to say. And here he goes. Joshua from Kansas City says, What up, Dog King Arthur? I've been called boss many times before. I don't consider myself a boss. At the end of the day, I am in charge, but I do not and will not ever take advantage of that. I never sit back and watch the guys work. I'm always in the act. Whatever they may be doing, I'm always helping. And that is a fact, ladies and gentlemen. Joshua from Kansas City continues, I fucking hate when somebody calls me boss in a sarcastic way because they don't like something we do. For instance, the other day one of the guys was screwing in the sheet metal and he wasn't setting the screws properly so I corrected him two times prior. The third time he was mad that I corrected him and he said, okay I'll do it your way boss. And I was like, this motherfucker, you see the screw not going in properly you stupid bitch. Okay he didn't say that. You see the screw not going in properly. Your way is obviously not working, so why the fuck are you getting mad because I'm telling you a better way? I would never talk to somebody like that, and I didn't want to, but I guess this guy forced Joshua to fucking, you know... Sometimes you gotta backfire, Joshua, because there's pricks out there, and pricks, they think they know it all. There's the Billies, there's the Johnnies of the world, they fucking think they know their way is the best way. I know you don't like it, Joshua, but sometimes it's got to be done. You got to. You guys to fucking set your foot down and tell these douches not to fucking do whatever the fuck they want because you're the boss at the end of the day. You are the boss. Okay, boss? Alright. I'm glad you wrote in. Joshua from Kansas City. I hope you're doing good. I hope you like the show. I hope you're a listener. I hope you keep listening. I know you've been listening since day one. And I hope all you people take a fucking example from Joshua from Kansas City. He has been there from day one. And I hope you guys stick around. This guy has commitment. This guy gets the job done. This guy knows what the fucking world is like. Take some fucking notes, people. Anyway, I'm gonna move on to a couple of Reddit rants. Maybe one, maybe two. And then I'm gonna end this show. Because time is running out. I know you guys are busy. I know you guys got shit to do. And the world keeps spinning. So I'm gonna fucking go to the first Reddit rant. And it goes like this. I'm gonna call this person Nanny McGee. And Nanny McGee says, So today I was at the park with my family for Easter. After eating and sitting down for a while, my boyfriend and sister and I decided to go for a bike ride. We were passing by the top of the hill. This little kid who was probably around 3 or 4 years old decided to get in my way on purpose. What the fuck, little kid? I know this was on purpose because he said something to me in a bratty tone as I passed by. He also saw me coming when I was still ways away. I almost ran him over. I swerved so I wouldn't hit him. As I passed by, I mad dogged him and I said something under my breath and when his family saw this, they started laughing. What? They knew what the fuck their kid was doing, but they didn't give a shit. I really hope one day someone runs over this fucking brat with a bike so that they get the fucking karma they deserve. Good. Good. I am with you, Nanny McGee. I am with you. I mean, I've said it in the show before, guys. Discipline your kids. You gotta teach your kids the way. You can't just let your kid do whatever they want. You know why? Because they're gonna grow up and they're gonna think the fucking world is theirs and they deserve everything. So those people were probably not raised right to begin with. So now they're having kids and they're passing on their shitty ways to their kids. I say you should run over that kid, uh, Nanny McGee. Well, maybe not run him over, but fucking kick that kid in the face when you pass by. You should've. You should've. Yeah, you'll probably take some heat from their family. You'll probably get in a brawl. But it would all be worth it. 
I think it would all be worth it. In the end, you did have a bike, so you could have kicked this kid in the face and then pedal your bike away. And then we all learned a lesson. Oh, and speaking of bratty kids, I got a good one for you guys, but not today. Not today. Uh, I'll tell you that one later because I'm going to move on to my very last Reddit rant of the day. And this one I'm going to call Night Rider. And Knight Rider says, People who drive around and around with super loud sports cars for no reason, what the fuck is your problem? I really want to talk to one of you fuckers. You make life more stressful than it needs to be because you don't give a fuck. It's late and people are trying to relax but you don't care. You just keep driving up and down the road with your stupid loud car. Do you have insecurities? Maybe you have a tiny member. Y'all got a small wiener mate. Ya fucking cunt. Do you need to protect your sense of being powerful and masculine by making your car fart as loud as possible? I'm serious. Come talk to me. And there you have it folks. Knight Rider is pissed. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. Because you know why? There's a time and a place people. There is a time and a place. And if you have a fucking loud car and if you're being a douche driving around late at night fucking then yeah fuck you. Fuck you. Knight Rider is right. There's a time and a place. Anyway, I am ending my show. That was all that I had for you guys today. But don't worry, I got more. I got plenty more coming for you guys next week. And if you guys would feel so obliged to fucking write in, please do so at myventinghour at gmail.com. Myventinghour at gmail.com. Fucking write in, motherfuckers. If you want to text, text to at 567-907-0409. 567-907-0409 And this is how I say goodbye, people. If you like the show, please write in. 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 If you like the show, please write in.